Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Melissa Kirscher and Wendy Bowlesby. Welcome to Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Once again, we are reporting daily from Fantastic Fest 2016. It is day three, and as I record this, I am flying solo because Wendy is at a roller derby bout, uh, getting bruised and beaten up. So uh, I am not sure if she will show up by the end of the day today, but I suppose uh, we'll find out. So I am taking this opportunity to test out my new portable microphone. I will be recording in and around the festival today with whomever I run into between the movies. So the audio you are about to hear will probably be recorded in and around the Alamo Drafthouse, South Lamar, and uh, the Highball, which is the neighboring restaurant bar stage thing. You will probably hear a lot of background noise, so I apologize, but I thought it might be fun to uh, try it out and maybe hear the actual sounds of the festival. So we are here with Robert Kennedy and Susan, is it Solis? Yes. Solis? And uh, they are friends of mine from various film events down here in Austin. So fantastic, fantastic fest and Butnamathon and all this great stuff. So uh, we just saw uh, the first time slot. So what did you guys see in the first time slot? Belief, the possession of Janet Moses. Wow. Wow. So yes, what? it's a New Zealand yeah. documentary about uh, exorcism gone wrong, basically. Okay. And how the Maori culture is. Yeah, that might not be my first pick. Their beliefs are just wow. (laughs) Okay. So it's a it's a Maori exorcism. Yes. Okay. But an unsupervised because their uncle who was in charge had to go away, or the the uncle who was like a priest or something had to go away and left them to continue on their own, as it were. Wow. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I read a little bit about this in the book, Uh, so it looked super interesting. It's terrifying. Oh, wow. Okay. For me, I was terrified watching it. I just thought, oh, my God. So a great way to start off the day at, like, 11 in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Just, Happy you're right in it. <laughs> and, and it, oh, Go ahead. That, that, uh, that, uh, that he did reenactments. And, oh. Because there's no video footage of it, but so right. he, he actually got memory actors okay. to do reenactments of, like, probably what went down. Uh-huh. And you're just like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Incredible. So it's so it's part documentary and part reenacting? or Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they wow. took basically okay. the transcripts from the court cases and the interviews and things and used that and just had people basically reenact the stories. And uh, the director was there, okay. and he was explaining that they didn't show how crazy things really went. Oh, yeah. It actually was worse than what you see, but oh, what Jesus. you see is pretty intense, so it's really good. You, uh, oh, my God. Uh, you, uh, you 
check oh, the announcement, right? They're, they're printing Monday. Oh, On Monday, because I, ch I checked the schedule. No, not yeah. there yet. They just yeah. announced yeah. that it's We're recording. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Sorry. Yeah, he said he didn't actually have the budget to hire enough actors to, like, play all the relatives and stuff that were there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they, they compressed some parts just for the sake of narrative and... But pretty much kept everything yep. together. Yep. Impressive. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I saw Terry Teo. I was originally scheduled for Kamata Padam, which is part of the, the Indian schedule uh, for Fantastic Fest, and uh, I totally like took wrong turns getting here and miscalculated how much time it would take, and, and I got here 15 minutes late, and it's like, eh, I'll catch it later in the uh, schedule. So instead I got standby for Terry Teo, which is the... It's a New Zealand kids TV show which is kind of like Larry Elmore for kids and it's delightful it's by the same people who did Housebound which I love and if I remember right you guys loved it and and yeah, it, it's it's fun. It's bright. It's colorful. It's smart. Uh, Self-aware. Uh, great performances. Very funny as hell. And it, it's fun. So what they did was they took episodes one and two and five and six. It's a total of six episodes. It's available on demand in New Zealand right now. They're probably going to move it wider when they find distribution. And uh, the uh, the episodes are like in two episode chunks. So they they're like first episode sets up the story, and the second episode is the conclusion. So it's like three stories in the season. So we got to see two stories in the time slot, which is nice. And it's like a current show, like right now in New Zealand. It hasn't even broadcast yet. Uh, they uh, the the director and the producer are here. And they're delightful, by the way. They um, they said that they produced the show, and the network thought they were getting something more kid kid, like My Little Pony kid, like solving the mystery of the lost lunch sort of kid show. And that's not what they did. It's more for it's more for teens, and you know, it, it, there there are some crude jokes in there that you know kids absolutely love. And. Um, it's it's a smart show, and so that's not what the network wanted. So they they didn't have a time slot for it, so they put it on demand instead. And there was such a good reception to it on demand that now the network's making space for it in a later time slot. So more for a YA crowd than kids. Happy ending. Yeah, happy ending. Yay! And it's fun to see those guys making something else, which is great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Dear listeners, we are in the highball right now, which explains all the background noise. <laughs> and we're, we're having a good time here. We're, we're killing some time in between movies. We're filling it with alcohol. Well, you know, as you do. Mm -hmm. Alcohol and caffeine. And staples of any film festival. Okay. Alcohol and, and caffeine. Well, in movies. Well, movies are a given. Yeah. The reason for the season, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, what was your midnight showing last night? My midnight was uh, the girl, uh, the girl with all the gifts, which is super sharp, super duper sharp. Do so you mention Glenn Close? 
yeah. isn't it? Glenn Close stabbing zombies in the head. That's, see, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, what are... See, we are, Wendy and I already talked about this one last night, so I'll get into it later with you guys. But yeah, yeah, actual question. Apart from Glenn Close, like, were there any other names? Names in it? Yeah, uh, Patty... Patty Constantine? I can't remember the guy's... Because I yeah. remember kind of seeing the trailer and I was like, Ben Close. Yeah. And then there's some other like faces where I'm like, I think I know that person. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, working actors in Britain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of those people. Actual people, you know? So that one's a lot of fun. What Of the stuff that you have seen thus far in the festival, what are your favorites? I really enjoyed Hentai Common too. Oh, yay! It's so fun. It's so fun. You heard. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. Uh, dear listeners, Hentai Kamen, uh, I've seen the first one, not the second one yet. And uh, it's a, it's basically a Spider-Man spoof done in Japan. And the superhero in question is a shy teenager who finds that he gains superpowers by sniffing women's underwear. Yep. And it is perverse and hilarious, and I expect more from the sequel. I, and there is much more. Yeah. There is so it's much a, more. It's just fun. It's one of those things that you go see and you just walk out just feeling joyous. <laughs> so in other words, it's a perfect, fantastic fest movie. Excellent. I, I approve it. Excellent. Susanna, what's your favorite? Uh, I really liked uh, Dark Song. That was one of the oh, I saw yesterday. Yeah. And it's... By certain foods it's that, you know, a, a chick that uh, yeah. find out through the movie like why she wants to do this, but she she wants to do kind of an occult ritual. Yeah, and she hires a quote unquote professional uh-huh. to come help her because there's procedure and the marks and the you know there's very detailed of how you do it. If you fuck it up, you apparently can like cause some really bad things to happen. Yeah. So she doesn't know this stranger guy, and she has her own reasons, and they get basically locked in a house. Not locked, but like, so, so, no, no. They, they basically go to this secluded house, and then proceed to try this thing, and stuff goes down. All right. And you're like, wow, okay. Stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Chaos ensues. Woo! Awesome. Chaos reigns. But yeah, basically two strangers in a house trying to do an occult ritual. Awesome. sounds really cool. That's amazing. Is it a period? No. No. Not period. All right. Impressive. All right, well, thank you, ladies. Uh, we will stop the recording right now. We'll, I mean, I'm sure we'll drink and talk more. Uh, but we'll be back after the next uh, the me- next time slot uh, with whoever I find in the lobby. So, dear listeners, see you in a second. All right, and we're back. And now I'm with my friend, Reed Oliver, who I always have to think of Oliver Reed first and then swap the names. But uh, I know... My story of my life. <laughs> So uh, I know Reed from uh, Fantastic Fest. I can't remember if you've done Book Numathon too, or is it just years ago? Years so, and years ago. Yes, yeah. but yeah, it seems it seemed to me like I've known you longer than I've been going to Fantastic Fest. So that must have been it. So. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And and you run in the same circle of friends as you know the most of the Austinites I know and and all that. So uh, Reed, uh, what did you see in the second slot? Uh, today for the second slot, yeah. I saw long name. Science Fiction Volume 1, The Osiris Child. Okay. What country is that from? Is that... That is actually... It's 
Australian. Okay. Okay. Didn't necessarily know it. Um, We're outside, dear listeners. <laughs> Please continue. You know, wouldn't necessarily uh, know it from uh, watching the production and everything going on, but. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was an Australian production. Apparently, they borrowed, they took some of Mad Max's tires at one oh, point. Of course, of course. Like okay. you do. Uh, so, what is the plot of that one? I don't remember reading about it in the um, in the book. The basic plot is there's the main character who's in the military, in the uh, sort of space station, okay. the military. Slash company space station that's floating above, and his daughter is visiting him from Earth. He finally got her to visit from Earth. He's finally getting to see her and spend some time with her. But he leaves her in the major city on the planet. Okay. Because it's nice rather than a military installation. Right. And then something goes horribly wrong on the planet, Mm -hmm. and they may have to sterilize the planet. Oh, okay. And so Interesting. he All really, right. really wants to get, the upshot is he wants to get his daughter and get her safe. Okay. And that's, that drives the whole thing. Interesting. So is there like the angle of he's not supposed to get his daughter out or is um, it he's contamination? Not to, he's or? not supposed to leave. So okay. they, he, okay. you know, gets shot a lot okay. in his ship. Um, All right. But once he's on the ground, there's no authority. Okay. Uh, Got it. Essentially. Okay. Uh, and uh, it has hardcore prisons. It okay. It has very freaky mutations going on. Cool. Cool. So, and uh, you you enjoyed it? I really did. All right. I thought they did a lot of things right. Um, not the biggest budget. Okay. But... I always admire it when a science fiction film or any film that has a lot of effects mm-hmm. sticks with what they can do okay. and does it well. So there's yeah. some practical effects for the sort of creatures and other things and you know, other kinds of effects for the spacecraft, but they never tried to do something so big mm-hmm. that their limitations show. You know, right. Everything looks smooth. Everything looked good. Um, I just respect that a lot. A okay. Lot of, yeah, know what you can do, afford and work with it. they're just like, oh, I have to have this. Mm-hmm. But it's just not good enough to be in your movie, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't afford the special effects to make that happen. And, mm-hmm. and then it just looks sad. Yeah. 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 It pops you out of the narrative, even if the narrative is really great. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Cool. Cool. I might have to uh, look that one. Is it playing again this week? It, uh, is it getting a second show? So, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's getting a second show. All right. I might have to pop that onto my schedule then. So during that time slot, I was in um, I was in the Short Fuse program, which is one of three short film time slots that are at Fantastic Fest every year. So this one was, I don't know, uh, six or eight short movies in one movie slot. And... Uh, it's a good slate this year. It's um, they're all pretty good. There, there's a couple that are less strong, but they're still okay. Uh, but mostly they're pretty good. There's a couple really good ones, and then there's one that's just amazing because there's uh, uh, one that I really liked is called um, 
overtime and it starts out as this guy who's working like as an accountant in an office and he the boss keeps coming in and telling him to work overtime but he's really trying to get out of the office and we soon find out why because he's a werewolf and it's a full moon tonight and so <laughs> and it it is directed super poppy it is it is fun looking it's uh, beautifully shot it's got that nice um, uh, comedic rhythm to it which I always appreciate difficult so yeah yeah Hard to pull off and really, really polished. I, I was impressed by that one. Um, there were a couple other good ones. The one that I really love, though, is a German one, and I, I don't remember the name of it, but it is a German guy who is he has uh, been stranded by his car. He's looking for gas. He's walking along this uh, forested roadway looking for a gas station. With He's carrying a cake in one hand and... Uh, uh, gas can in the other. He's trying to get somewhere. He hears cries for help in the forest. He goes into the forest, and there is this crosswalk in the middle of the forest with a bunch of other businessmen like waiting at it. And to make a long story short, it's a carnivorous crosswalk, and it goes from there. <laughs> It's, it, so it's the, the crosswalk itself is an entity, and which and and it's a good like twenty minute short film. It's fascinating. It's really funny. Um, I think it has probably has a lot to say about you know German attitude toward time and waiting for things. <laughs> it's very German. It's very German. You're supposed to wait. You are supposed to wait. Yes, absolutely. There, there is an order here, and it must be followed. And it, this is definitely a short film about that. So, uh, dear listeners, I will find as many links to as many of the short films are, that are already on the web. Some of them are, so I'll link them as I can. Um, then, from there, we were both in the same movie, which was uh, Buster's Mal Heart. So we both got, just got out of this movie... Which, Reed, do you want to start trying to explain it? Um. Yeah, we're just kind of going, uh, mm, uh. <laughs> well, start okay. with the main actor. Yeah. Because that gives a good feel. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I, I can't remember the guy's name. He's from, uh, uh. Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. I don't yeah. watch much much TV, but he is from uh, Mr. Robot. So uh, very well known for Mr. Robot. Yeah. And very solid actor. Yeah. Very good and plays troubled. Yeah. And troubled and struggling and under a lot of pressure. Yeah. Really well. And mm-hmm. for those of you who know Mr. Robot, you've seen him do this in Mr. Robot. Very different circumstances in this film. Um, when it starts off, he's, you know, working the night shift at a hotel, mm-hmm. and the night shift has to do everything. Clean, sheets, mm-hmm. everything. Check people in, deal with problems, all the fun stuff. And as often happens when people work night shift, he's not actually sleeping much. Yeah. And so he's got that really stressed... Really stressed, low energy, not mm-hmm. sleeping, ever working there. That that and dazed look, the the insomnia yeah. look that I know so well. Yes, in, in myself, and he has he has a wife and kid at home, like a, a toddler aged kid, and super cute. Yeah, 
cute, one of the cutest kid actors I've seen this year at, at the festival. And uh, the it, and it kind of goes from there. He meets a uh, a grifter who is kind of kind of comes out of nowhere to the hotel who has no ID, has no credit card, insists on paying things in cash, but it's clearly homeless or on the run from something or something like that, but he's the guy's a conspiracy theorist, and so this guy's talking crazy in his ear all night, and of course there's kind of this disconnection with reality that he's experiencing just through the insomnia, and and the movie just kind of goes from there. Um, and you keep flashing to yeah. the same actor, obviously the same character, full beard, long dreads, yeah. off in the woods, and he's the guy who breaks into people's vacation homes yeah. and stays there. But he breaks into people's vacation homes and stays there and cleans yeah. and does the sheets uh-huh. and... That is a whole other thing that we flash to. There are different yeah. timelines, and and he and, turns all their photographs up, upside down and and, uh, and other means of mischief. But it's very clean. Yeah. <laughs> and so it that all of those narratives kind of keep pulling you along, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of involved in what's going on and how it's flowing, and really don't know where it's going to go. Even though by some standards. We see the begin, you know. We see the end at the very beginning. Yeah. But that is so not it. Yeah. Um, I will be honest, dear listeners. I don't know what the fuck was going on in that movie. <laughs> and it's like I thought I had a bit of a grasp on it, and then uh, the director came up uh, for the Q and A, and she had her own explanation for it. It's like, wow, that's not what I got at all. But uh, now I'm more confused. But I was always interested in whatever the fuck it was that was happening. Yeah. So I, I will give the movie that. Um, it, it was... Yeah. It, it, it's, it was good enough, and it supported its characters enough, and it had its own internal logic. I just couldn't follow where it was going. And it, it is something that I'd be willing to give another shot after thinking about it for a while. I don't know what your thoughts are, were coming um. out of it coming out of it, I mean, one thing that I experienced during the whole film was just feeling for everyone in the film. Yeah. Because you know bad decisions will be made. Yes. Absolutely. the longer it goes, the more you care about who those will affect. Yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, it's on a certain level, it's about a certain level of duality. Yeah. And yeah, you boil it down. Yes, that's a good way to put it. It you know you can boil it down to the, the essential elements of you know like duality and uh, uh, different aspects of personality. But beyond that, is it? Yeah, is it? Who is the you? You are. Yeah. Who is the you? You would be if other things. You know, if yeah. you were in another space, in another world, had yeah. followed a different path. But so not in the sliding doors. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It, it, there, there are a lot of ways that that story could be interpreted as you know, and and you know, there's like a religious path you can take. There's a science fiction angle. There's is it a portrait of mental illness? Is it? it and it could be a bunch of different things. And it's 
I, I guess it's hard for me to nail the interpretation to the wall in this one. But I think, as you can tell, it's interesting. Yeah. And we both could talk about it for a long time. Yeah. Because it really got us. So yeah, to its you credit. Should, you should check it out. Definitely. Um, so, um, so I think we're pretty much done with that one. Um, what's your favorite of the festival so far? What did you see that you really liked? Um, gosh. What, what pops into my head first is a Safe Neighborhood. Okay. Don't know if you got to see that one. No, I didn't get to see it. It's it's just, it's a Christmas film. <laughs> it is an unabashed, nice. twisted Christmas film. Um, awesome. It starts off in one direction, and then as soon as you're going to be bored with that direction, it goes someplace else, and keeps going, and... <laughs> Yeah, it is twisted and fun and disturbing. And if you are really, really sweet and really, really love Christmas, it will scar you. Otherwise, <laughs> awesome. Otherwise, <laughs> um, yeah, just a great ride that okay. keeps spiraling further. And you're just like, oh my god, is it? No, no, there's more planned. How horrible. <laughs> Oh, God. I might have to look that one up in the second half, too. So, anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining me, Reed. Uh, thank you for talking to us on Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Uh, dear listeners, we'll be back after the next time slot. The sound you hear right now is me at the highball with a possibly satanic marching band. Okay, and we're back, and now we've got a whole new team of people to talk about the last Woo-hoo. two time slots of the day. So we have found Wendy. Hello! Who has returned from the land of Derby, and we have Lee Harris, and we have Jessica Cargill. Hi. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah so we're, we're all here. We're, it's at the end of the night. It's like uh, 2.04 in the morning. We're still in the highball, or not in the highball. We're in the theater. <laughs> they haven't kicked us. Know where we are. I don't they know where we are. They haven't kicked us out yet. I, well, they, happen at any moment. The smoke has cleared out finally because, <laughs> because the uh, occultist uh, drumming show in the highball, somehow all the, there was so much fog in the highball, it drifted over into the theaters. Uh, it, it's really... Uh, not crazy. I smelled it. Yes. Okay. Yes. It was... You you it was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I didn't rule it out, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so in the uh, second to last slot, what did everybody see? I know, I know Wendy was crashing into people uh, with her body. Yes. Uh, what did you see, Jess? Don't kill it. Don't kill it? And Don't Lee? Don't kill it. Okay. What is Don't Kill It about? Is, so that's the Dolph Lundgren one, right? Yes. yes. Okay. He is a... Demon hunter hunting a demon in small town Mississippi. On board, okay. The, the premise sounds yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, your faces aren't selling <laughs> I went to see it thinking this is going to be good, stupid fun. Okay. And it was, 
but it was a little a little lighter on the fun and a little heavier on the stupid than I wanted. Oh, but it, it, I still had fun with it. But it's the kind of movie that really relies on the gore. Not so much. The story is it's a fun premise, but mm-hmm. it's pretty thin. And it's about, you know, uh, smash them up, kill them up craziness. And the effects just weren't. Oh, uh, they were kind of, and you've got to kept reminding you yeah. how cheap it was. And cheap is good for you know a silly horror, but it it was just it just needed to bump up a little or be more creative or something. It it was relying too much on that, and it fell short on that. Oh dear. You know, I went in there not knowing anything except for the title. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know who directed it. All I knew was the title. <laughs> so, Which is so, a great title. It is. Yes. It really so, is. Yeah. I had zero expectations, and I, I thought I just thought it was fun. It, it is stupid it is. fun. It, yeah. I mean, it, it's not that it's I'm not sure. fun. Mm-hmm. It just it, it could be a step higher. It could. Excellent. Well, not so excellent, but <laughs> what did you? But the what did you see? Laughed, people laughed. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. good. Like the short right before it, um, the man from death. I think it was. Yeah. Called. Oh, that was amazing. Okay. Oh, yeah. all right. Totally balls to the wall insanity. Awesome. Awesome. Crazy. I, I love seeing or hearing that shorts are doing well. Yeah, yeah, I love that they are putting them in front of films. I don't yeah. remember them doing that last year. Yeah, they did. They did, last did yeah. For a few. I, well, yeah. not but any not that I saw. But not as many as this year. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen three now. And, yeah. like, I saw a really lovely black and white one that's local, and they shot here. Um, but I'm blanking oh. on the name of it. Uh, was it with the, 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 and the motorcycle? You yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like a doorway to death yeah. sort of scenario. Very moody, very mm-hmm. nice. Um, and you I saw. Yeah. What? I have that same shirt, Guitar Wolf. Oh, I yes! Rock on! Excellent. High fives. High five. <laughs> and you were there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, good shorts this year. Yeah. The, the Short Fuse program is really good. Wendy, you should try to get into that one. Okay. So, I, I, yeah. I got so, so many. So much. So much. How is it going to happen? I don't know. So, in, in third slot, I wound up seeing, oh, what was it? Uh, reborn, which is re colon born, which in my brain is regarding born <laughs> instead of just reborn. <laughs> regarding born. <laughs> It's Japanese. Oh, that's what it means, literally. Well, it does. Regarding born, so I saw regarding born, and which which sounds sounds like Jason Bourne going back to the office, you know, and not, not you know retiring from being in the field. See what I It's got in not my what head. it is. It's a do we, do we, Jason Bourne. Do we yes. remember the heartfelt drama regarding Henry with Harrison Ford? Yeah. Now I'm picturing it sort of a Bourne supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a good mashup potential. Yeah, yeah. There there's potential potential. Anyway, so but, what what but, was it actually about? But what it's actually about, it's made by the same guys who did Versus. You know that zombie yakuza, uh, no budget thing that kind of went viral around 2001, 2002. Crazy crazy town. And this is pretty much um, a higher budget, um, much of the same, where the martial arts are incredible, and the stuff in between the martial arts 
I don't care much about. So, yeah, the the action stuff is really satisfying. There was too much of things that weren't action. Too much story. Too much well, well, too much story. I didn't care about. That's the problem. So, in other words, it was action porn. It was action porn. But there was a lot of pizza delivery. There was there was too much pizza delivery in my action porn. So, yeah, that's what that was about. And then, and then you went off to see Ichio. I went, I went to see Ichio because figuring that um, I had a really long gap between Reborn and the final uh, film slide of the night, I figured I'd go see Ichio in the, between. And Ichio, dear listeners, is the uh, uh, Denver-based occultist drumline band that they had in the highball. So, dear listeners, if you've never been in the uh, the Alamo Theater, uh, the Alamo Draft House, South Lamar. The it's a nine theater multiplex. It's not terribly large, and then adjacent to it, and there's a door connecting the Connect, two buildings. Connected to it. Yeah, there is a bar, restaurant, stage called the Highball, and so in the Highball they were having Ichio as part of the lineup of events here at the. Uh, Fantastic Fest, and so people were crammed in there, and there was this occultist drumline. It's like Blue Man Group, only dressed in black. Um, black Man Group does not sound good. No, it doesn't. Uh, I That's why you did not say that. Yes, I am. I'm. I'm just calling out the elephant in the room. Okay, it's true. It's true. There are women in it. There are there there black people group. This is this isn't getting better. This isn't getting better. They're wearing hoods, so put it black people. No, no, no. Oh, I've I've solved it. We'll just call them hoodlums. Oh no, wait. No, no, no. But they they are. Awesome. They they were here last year. I didn't get to see them, or rather, I opted to see a movie in that time slot last year, and then I heard what they were, and it was like, oh, I wish I had seen that. And so I went to Ichio, and then it came time for my movie, and it was like, I'm not going to a movie. I'm staying here. <laughs> so everybody came out of that show looking like they had jumped into a lake. Yeah, it, it was, it, I, I, we were just drenched because everybody was dancing. It was. It was it was loud and there's drums and there are performers in the crowd. There's like 18 people in the group and various uh, uh, band members were in the crowd with us and pushing their way through the crowd. And there there was a dragon head and there was uh, there were balloons <laughs> and confetti and fog machines and strobe lights. Smoke. Yeah, yeah. The liquid nitrogen. Also. Yeah. Yeah, liquid nitrogen uh, instant snow machines, yes. which were pretty great. Those were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, the um, yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. Experience. Yeah. Did you see them parade in through the lobby? Yes. No, I didn't. I was in the lobby when, and you were in there too. Yes. And, and I thought I was late because I wanted to go in. I thought, oh, they've already let in. And I went into the lobby, and then the band started coming in, and we mm-hmm. parted ways, and they just paraded through, and it was just, it was great. Yeah, the whole band went through, and then they started letting us in, and someone was pushing, and I thought it was the crowd. I was like, Oh yeah, no! People it's pushing, and then I realized it was actually them, and they were pushing us in. Yeah. Do no, no, no. Okay. I can't. It's using the port. Oh, duh! There we go. <laughs> I'm like, 
Oh, wait, I got this. Dear listeners, Wendy is trying to distract me. So, anyway. I'm trying to be a helper. I'm helping. (laughs) No, seriously, no, Wendy, no. I don't need it. (laughs) So. (laughs) I don't understand why you never accept my help. Oh, no, I understand now. Okay. Um, I, um, I, so I left San Antonio. And and Google Maps was like, you're going to get there five minutes late for your movie. And I'm like, no, I'm not Google Maps. Watch me. And so I come, I park, got an amazing parking spot as people are drifting out this late. I come running up to, and right as I'm getting right close to the corner of the highball, I'm like, and I'm thinking like, I wonder what Melissa's up to and if I'm even going to see her and what, what the plan is. And then here's Melissa right in front of me. And I'm like, oh, where are you? You're leaving? What? She's like, no, I'm just putting my purse in my car. <laughs> it's like, I'm on a mission. I'm going to see Ichio. Ah. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to go watch the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, but then they weren't seating, so I did actually go in. I walked in with, like, oh, look at the wall of facts. How much do I want to fight my way through this? Uh, uh, and I think I do want to see the movie, especially if it's going to be this packed. And as I'm just standing there, three of the performers of the band come by and like interact with me and I'm like, well, I I got that. I think I'm good to go. All right. Excellent. Yeah, it, it was pretty great. If you can't get up to the stage, it yeah. comes to you. Yeah, the show comes to you, no matter where you are in that building. Well, <laughs> and I like mean, it, the, the fog is just permeated the theaters. Yeah. The theaters had nothing to do with this show. Well, I read somebody was able to tell me, oh, it's a drummer. And this over there, and you, because I literally yeah. can't, I couldn't yeah. see it. I could, I was like, is this electronic? And these, partly. It's everything. It's everything. It's but, everything. oh, no, there is an actual band. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. That's good. Yeah, it's a whole line of uh, taiko drums across the stage, and then there's, uh, in the crowd, there are uh, a few dancers, there's uh, somebody in Dragon Head, there, uh, there are drummers, there are, uh, there, there's keyboardist who wanders around with a remote keyboard. There's one guy whose job it is to uh, carry around an antenna. <laughs> that, I'm, that's yeah. the guy yeah. I ran into. And yeah, antenna dude. The, the dude thing on the bike. And everything. Yeah, the, and then and there are two guys with speaker. giant speakers the on their yeah. backs uh, with like distortion units. I'm in love. Okay, yeah, they're pretty the, amazing. So next like year, you're right. Unit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's I a guy. Yeah, <laughs> every, everybody was. Yeah, I got a veils. veils and stuff. Last year, I was sitting on my husband's shoulders so I could see over the crowd, and boy, that attracted their attention. So, like, all <laughs> they, I felt would feel people grabbing on my feet, and I'd look down, and the girls would be like grabbing, and they'd like climb up my legs and be, like yeah. do this, and we'd, like put our hands together. And they, <laughs> it was yeah. great. they were like spider women, and they'd be like, oh, look, and they'd just like climb up. It was cool. <laughs> All right, next year yeah, I'm they, doing it. They were they it. were on the bar. They were standing on tables and chairs, and you and know, they just appear in front of you yeah. out of nowhere because it's so dark and they're in all black. And so you're there, and there's lights and flashing, and you're distracted, and then all of a sudden they're in your face. And mm-hmm. They it. dance and then they disappear. I got headbutted a lot. Their, the headbutting <laughs> guy came past me. I, it's, it was fun seeing them pack up and pack out of the highball <laughs> afterward because it's like, I bet that's the dude who headbutted me. And, oh, that's a really tall guy. It's like one guy whose job it is to just be extremely tall and walk past you. <laughs> so it's like, there's the extremely tall guy. And, <laughs> yeah. I still can't figure out who the keyboardist was. Yeah, I don't know who that was. 
Like, yeah, oh, it, it was like name that band member. It was I, great. I loved my last movie, but I am having regret. So help me God, I, they better come back next year. I hope so. so yeah. So speaking of which, and also they should get an actual venue for them. Like the yeah. hall is just so small. Anyway, but it's yeah. right there, and and you wouldn't yeah. have the experience of having all the smoke drift into the theaters that way. <laughs> <laughs> so unless they could do it like where they had the food fight a couple of years ago. Or is it like out back or something? I, awesome. I think they should just take over the top of the parking garage. That would be so oh, great. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and, that, and that would like ruin so many noise ordinances. It yeah, would, I'm sure they'd have to like, good. yeah, the, all the neighbors would have no problem. In with the that. old days, when everything was closed, it was just a big open parking lot. Mm-hmm. They could have done it in the parking lot. And that right. would have been amazing. Yeah. <sighs> Mixed use condos ruin everything. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's true. True story. Okay, so final, okay. final, final, final slot. Final slot. Melissa was in being sweaty and foggy. Yeah, and I'm still sweaty and foggy. Just saying, <laughs> I I am still damp. And did we all three see headshot? No, Lee, Lee was with me no. being okay, sweaty you, and you were, foggy. You were sweaty and foggy. Sweaty. Yeah. So half of us were sweaty and foggy, and, and half of us were being brutalized. Yes. <laughs> by headshot. Oh, my God. What what nation is that from? So the movie Headshot. Okay, so it's not American? Uh, no. Okay. No. Okay. No. It, I, cause, ah, here we go. I'll pull it out. You talk about it while I look it up. You're on, Jessica. Uh super super brutal in a very satisfying way it was one of those where the people next to where you're going oh 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 i'm making you know like you clap and then you make terrible groany noises and the person next to you is writhing around in their seat and curling up in a little ball and lots of flinching yes there was lots of flinching it's great yeah but it wasn't one of those like oh i mean i don't get grossed out easy but Mm -hmm. but even still it wasn't like uh, I'm kind of turned off by this. It, it's like, oh, that's so brutal, but it's just—it's perfect. So, what needs yes, to happen? That's exactly what it needed to be, right. and it—it doesn't hold back, and it just starts from the beginning, and it just goes, and it it's takes you with it, swoops you up in it. Yes, kinetic, awesome. uh, very kinetic, very um, like so physical. The foley on it is just—you—you you can feel these hits, and like I said to Owen as he wandered by, like. What I really like is it'd be about a five to ten combo trading blows, and then somebody would land a power blow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and the person who took that hit, like there were consequences. That person would fall down and be sitting there going, oh, "It wasn't like cartoons oh. where they just bounce back up again and everybody's or made like a, a lot of hunk, like a, you know, a lot of that, like martial arts flicks. It's like pew pew pew." Break, pew, 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 break. And people will be like, oh. But then they, no, they like, land on the floor, and you can see them just be like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, okay, we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, really brutal, like, clawing and, mm-hmm. you know, gouging of eyes and ripping and, yeah. What made it work for me there is that are. it is so... <laughs> We're recording. Mm-hmm. Is that it's... It keeps yeah, moving. It's not like, like a torture. Like, oh no, action violence. Corner. I'm totally into when it's torture. That's when it's not my thing. This was really, really brutal, but it's it's so dynamic and it keeps moving that it never feels like torture, and so it just sweeps you up. And well, it's, it's not fun. meant to be enjoy it. It's not torture. Yes, it's right. not that. It's super, super brutal, but not at all in that vein. And it fights to the so death. It makes it, yeah, but not like cage yeah. fighting of like 
It doesn't feel hopeless. It always feels like someone can win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, somebody's going to win. It's Indonesian. Okay. It reminded me very much of Ang. It reminded me very much of Ang Bak. Or or the raid. Yeah. 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 The the raid is referenced a lot of the same cast. Yeah. Um, I imagine so. Yeah. Uh, And uh, it's the basic plot is um, super criminal dude. Like your opening sequences, super criminal dude breaking out of prison in a very effective way. Mm -hmm. A lot of blood, a lot of bullets. Okay. Very, very fun shoot out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, ah! Um, and then the actual plot involves uh, this young man who washes up on shore, and they're like, holy shit, we found this young man. Completely separate. At first I was like, how does this connect with super criminal dude? It becomes clear uh, young man is in the hospital. Yeah, we for, need to. Yeah, we need to wrap it. So, uh, dear listeners, we are actually getting kicked out as we should be because it is really late at night. So uh, we will return tomorrow uh, with our uh, uh, day four recap. Hooray! Hooray! Thank you, everybody! Yay! It's a cinema pleasure. It's a new cinema pleasure.